0: We are 16 away from 8 o'clock here on SCNZ. It is Ricardo and Kempy for breakfast. You can call us anytime on the Kennard's Higher Phone line, 0800 oh, no. 150 811, or you can send us a text to the Temper Bedpost Text Machine 8833. Uh, we are joined in the studio by Araha uh, for an update, not just on what's happening in the rain, but what's happening in the F1 as well. Where do you want to go first, Araha? What's what's happening with the weather bomb?
1: Uh, the rain would be more exciting than the F1 was overnight. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Max, Max Verstappen was like the most exciting thing that happened when he told, I'm not allowed to say it, am I? Oh, he called, called George Russell a, quite a cool name.
0: Did he? Yeah, after yeah. having
1: his side pod ripped out during Rhymes the, with? Um, uh,
0: Rick Stead. Rich dead. All oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a good yeah. One oh, I one. could
1: think of. That's good. I like it. I, like I would it. have said the thing otherwise. Yeah. I would yeah. have said the actual word.
0: Yeah. 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 Nice. No, so, um, well, Sergio Perez won. He beat uh, Vastaven.
1: Check or I love him. The crowd loves him. Everybody loves him. You know, he's like the Mexican Tom Cruise. Have you looked at him closely? No. He looks like Tom Cruise a bit. Oh, really? Yeah. But he also has.
0: The Mexican Tom Cruise.
1: Yeah. You've got to, like, if you Google a picture of him, they're that's like m-
0: saying Cliff Curtis looks like the Māori Escobar.
1: <laughs> he played him, didn't he? He it was did. Something like- he did. Um, so, yeah, so, but Checo actually looks like, because he puts his head to the side and he sort of leans back, he actually looked like looks like he could do some damage. If yeah. he wasn't in F1 he would be in charge of the underworld just with his death steer. Hey, can I,
0: can I ask you a question just on the F1? Like, what happened to Red Bull with the, you know, because the, the last I heard is with the that salary they, cap. With the salary cap. Because it sort of got swept under the carpet.
1: Oh, I don't think we'll see the results of any kinds of punishments from the salary cap until maybe in the next season because, you know, that none of that came out until the end of last season and they'd already been spending money on the development for this season... And I mean, you never really know what's happened. Christian Horner says one thing, and I trust him about as far as I can. Actually, I could probably throw him a few way. He's a wee guy, isn't he? Yeah, He's only zombie. small. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't trust anything that a team principal says because the rhetoric is just... Uh, when you hear it in 12 press conferences, the same sentence, you know that's what they've had written down by their press guys, and they're just saying it over and over and oh, over everything again. Everything they
0: say is self-serving.
1: Yes, so they were found to have breached the cost cap and they got some penalties. They weren't humongous. It's not like they've been kicked out. It's not like they could retrospectively take a title away. I don't know what sort of precedent that would set going forward. Well, it did to the storm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. Um, What about then, uh, is is the biggest story out of uh, the Azerbaijan uh, F1 that Charles Leclerc didn't completely screw it up? He had pole and finished third, which is probably better than we'd expect given how his season's been.
1: I don't think it's that his season's been poor. I think it's they just don't have the fastest car. You know, they're still trying Mm. to figure out their cars. This is only the second iteration of this type of car. Mm. And they had the regulations changed on them again at the beginning of this season with um, floor ride heights, et cetera, to try and stop the porpoising. Um, I think he just doesn't have the fastest car. When you have a look at how far... So if you didn't watch it this morning and you don't and you are going home to watch it, stick your fingers in your ears. So Checo came first, mm. Max came second, a couple of seconds behind Checo. But Charles Leclerc was like 14 seconds back. So Red Bull, there would have been a point where Red Bull would have gone ahead of the pack and then said manage. Like once Max couldn't get any closer to Checo, they just would have been managing because they were trying to hold onto their tyres. 14 seconds clear of the rest of the entire field. That's so much faster than anybody else. Now if you took those top two cars out, it was a really exciting race, <laughs> but but the front of the, you know, I didn't I fell back to sleep honestly. I was fast forwarding through it. I was just like, "Oh, I can't even be bothered. It's just going to be Checo, mm. Max." I was like, I was and I was glad Checo won. Well, yeah. I said Checo, that's weird. Checo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jekyll,
1: Checo <laughs> Pérez, Sergio. Sí, sure.
0: Sergio Pérez. Um, so uh, how does that leave the leaderboard? And how? how I mean, what, is, what does it mean for uh, the teams and, and for the drivers?
1: Well, it means that Jekyll is only six points behind Max Verstappen. Like, Max has been a bit sour all weekend. It's been wonderful to watch him lose his rag again. I mean, I love watching people lose their rag as long as I'm not in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's kind of like... He looked like the Max who used to go racing with Lewis a little bit. And he kind of couldn't let go of the fact that George Russell had hit him in that opening lap of the sprint. The format changed for the sprint this year too. So I don't know if you know about the sprints, Kimpy. No, not at all. What they try and do, because the weekend's totally boring if you're not an absolute Formula One diehard fan. So for years and years and years, all you really did was watch the race. But now you can watch pre-season testing. You can watch... All the things. You can even watch them practising on a Friday and a Saturday. You know, just going round and round. No one's winning anything. You're watching them collect data. That's it. So to spice things up, they have the sprint race. And now you have a qualifying session for the main race. Yep, I'm well aware of that one. But then you have a qualifying session for a sprint race as well. So they have a sprint race and then they go and do... It's like
0: T20, one day.
1: Well, they, well, yes, but they're what they're, they're trying, trying to, to do, innovate. it's money. Yeah. So what they do is instead of having one event on one day, you've got like a four-day weekend.
0: How is qualifying for the sprint race different from qualifying from the main race? Shorter. Right.
1: And the sprint is fewer points for fewer teams, so only the top eight get points. Now,
0: so, you, sorry. Can you be, so I was just going to say, so why are Red Bull so good? Like, how come they're 14 seconds ahead of Because everybody? Red Bull gives you wings.
1: <laughs> yeah. Especially I if don't want flying, to state the obvious. Flying over the top of Lewis Hamilton's car last year. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to say they breached the cost cap.
0: Yeah, that's why I asked the question had had right up good, front.
1: They did have a lot of money prior, so they have won lots of world championships and then sort of Toto Wolff comes along and steals their bone, uh, seven, six years with Lewis Hamilton, Lewis won a championship without without Mercedes, he had one in his pocket already. So they had a lot of money, Red Bull threw a lot of money in it and they just kept throwing money at it. And it did well for them because they won a lot of world championships with Sebastian Vettel. And then they just stopped because Mercedes came along and got the best car. So they've had the best car too, Mercedes, but those two teams and Ferrari have a lot of money, which is why the cost cut was brought in to kind of even things out. But all it's really done is given us another team at the top. And you won't see those things change. It's called a law of diminishing returns Mm. for a little while before everyone gets closer and closer and closer and that squash starts to happen. Because what also happens is teams develop throughout the year. They develop their cars and bring upgrades throughout the year. So through the next couple of years, you'll see other cars improve their technology and their car designs and they'll get closer and closer to Red Bull.
0: Question for you about George Russell. Obviously <laughs> him and, and, and uh, Lewis Hamilton aren't the best of buddies. But George they? No, apparently not. And and they also are okay. George Russell had a proper crack at Mercedes over qualifying. Do you think there's a chance that I don't think he's agitating for move, but do you think there's a chance that they move George Russell on? Mercedes just because he has had cracks at Toto Wolf, he's had a no, crack at the car. I don't
1: think they'd ever move I don't think they'd move him on. They they worked too hard to get him. I mean why would you replace the best partner in crime that Lewis Hamilton that you could ever want. Valtteri Bottas was the ultimate team player. And look at how many world championships they won together. George Russell, oh, he's a guy who's hard not to tease. He's the guy who takes the selfies with no t-shirt on.
0: Mm. Oh, Have you ever played
1: yeah. with guys like that in your team? No, a thousand. I've played with girls like that in my team. You know, he's the guy, no t-shirt, Napier's selfies. like that
0: in our team. You know. <laughs> it's that guy. He's that guy. Stop
1: your clothes back on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Auntie. Sorry about that. Um, but he is very confident, and he has a really good driver. If he can out qualify, he didn't this time around, but he has out qualified Lewis Hamilton. Admittedly, they're not in the same kind of car that Beltrini bought. had yeah. Beltrini could also out qualify Lewis.
0: Um, but before you before you skip back to the newsroom, uh, don't make me. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the latest update on the weather?
1: Ah. Oh, it's not flash, but it's not like it's Cyclone Gabrielle sort of stuff. It's another atmospheric river. Basically, there are a couple of weather systems sandwiching that wet stuff over the top of the North Island. and It's just kind of going to funnel. They reckon up to, they use the words up to, remember, right. up to a metre's worth of rain for mm. parts of New Zealand, like Auckland, Coromandel Peninsula, maybe Bay of Plenty. Tasman gets a bit of a dousing too. But strong wind warnings in place and a roastery north of Auckland, got completely destroyed. A big oak tree. Lucky no one was inside it. You look at the pictures, it's completely kiboshed. Mm.
0: Wow, OK. Um.
1: Yeah, so Max Verstappen at the top of the table. Sergio Perez, Fernando Alonso in third place, followed by Lewis Hamilton. Who would have thought?
0: Yeah, there you go. That is the uh, latest from F1. Thanks very much, Araha. Um, and a uh, weather update all thrown in for you as well. We are six away from eight here on SCNZ. It's breakfast with Ricardo and Kempi. Bye <laughs>